Hello friends, welcome back to the Unschool Files and Happy New Year. You're listening to episode 31 of the podcast and I'm your host Megan. I'm really, really glad that you're here. There are a million things reaching and grabbing for our attention out there, so I won't take your time for granted. But before we get started, there are a few things to note. One, it has been months since I jumped on the mic and I intend to keep this podcast in that same format. I get to it when I get to it. Two, grief is a beast, y'all. And three, hang on till the end because there's a very special announcement. Today's episode is short, intentional, and just me. And I did it that way just in case this feels like any sort of comfort for you in this time and you want to come back and replay it. It won't be too long. It'll just be an easy shot of comfort. It's 2022 and it still feels turbulent, <laughs> right? Oh, we are feeling a lot of things. We are burnt out. We're feeling left behind. Someone described it as this lack of inertia. There's a lack of connectedness, even though we're simultaneously trying to connect to every possible thing there is. We're watching this scrambled up mess of seeking political solutions to a deeply cultural problem. It has a spun up. I think the greater picture has just been entirely lost in the minor details of these headlines and hot takes. Um, we're all in unique situations. There are a million different combinations of feelings that we all may be having as we experience this thing that we're all experiencing together. And I just want to hold some space for whatever yours might be right now, right here as you listen to this. I have really wanted to speak about this topic for months and I just wasn't sure how to frame it. I'm not a mental health professional. I am not trained in any kind of trauma work. I'm just a flawed, feeling human being trying to make a life and love others through theirs so that they never feel like they are alone if they are connected to me. But I do know the power of feeling witnessed. It can feel like this, you know, those rafts in film where they pull the tab and it's an inflatable raft. It's like, it just like instantly pops up. That's what it can feel like, like this inflatable raft on the bone chilling Frio river at just the right time. If you haven't been to the Frio river, it's an incredible experience. The water is very, very cold. Um, but in central Texas where it is so, so hot, it is, uh, (laughs) it's balm to your overheated soul in the summer. Um, but it can still be really, really cold. Emotional suffering shouldn't be endured alone. So I'm here to tell you that you are not alone. Things can sort of take us over and make us even behave in ways that we might not normally behave. And, um, I'm hoping that in this work of unschooling, decentering um, school and the ideas of school, i.e. decentering colonization. I'm hoping that this work will um, invite us to examine how we are doing that to ourselves, how we limit ourselves, um, how we may, you know, 
not entirely give ourselves the same grace and compassion that we extend out to others. Um, sometimes this sort of like irritability, I think, can settle in when we're not doing that, when we're not letting people know, hey, I need you. <laughs> I need some support. Hey, I'm noticing, um, you know, this thing. And when that irritability sets in, it can really take root, I think, in our mannerisms. And we might clap back at a rude tone that we perceive in the receptionist at the eye doctor or in our young person's totally innocent comment that, you know, activates us in a way to make us think that, you know, they were really saying something else. I think we've just been, you know, dodging these, um, <laughs> these landmines of emotional landmines, you know, of of fear and shame and how we um, are culturally conditioned to navigate holding all of those feelings as our responsibility um, and maybe even a punishment for our insert whatever you know it is that we did that that got us that kind of reaction from someone we can change things though um, in the way that we're experiencing that. I'm not saying that we can keep ourselves from becoming irritable. What I'm saying is, is that maybe you do clap back at your, at your child's totally innocent comment. You can always apologize, talk through it and start again. It is the ideals of colonialism that ask us to hold grudges, to play that, you know, nasty game of tit for tat. And I think you'd really be surprised how receptive most people are to an honest, I'm sorry, I don't know what came over me. Um, and I use those examples because I clapped back at the receptionist at the eye doctor <laughs> and, um, I have been activated by one of my child's totally innocent comments or queries that wasn't, had no, you know, intention behind it that I read on my own. Um, but I was able to, you know, come back from that and, and apologize. Um, and I, I do think that most people are pretty receptive to when you make a misstep, um, you know, just, just saying so. <sighs> Social media does not help. <laughs> Can we just acknowledge that? Yes, there are good things. There are wonderful things out there. There is content that is being created that is helping um, folks learn about subjects that they never would have been exposed to had they not scrolled and scrolled and scrolled until they got there. <laughs> Listen, I'm not trying to cancel Instagram or anything. I don't think we need to do anything extreme to acknowledge the problematic nature of something. Um, I think once we've acknowledged it and the awareness really, really sets in and, and we know, the rest is kind of out of your hands. Why do I say that? Because if this is really a place that you're finding friendship and connection, it's going to transcend that space. It has to. It cannot be contained um, in those squares or in comments or even in DMs. Take the DMs to text. Arrange a voice chat periodically um, or FaceTimes. Maybe you even snail mail. That's a thought. Um, I think snail mail is great. It's, it's fun if you, um, you know, have a hard time mailing things because of the bulky packaging or the extra cost um, or things like that. You can always just mail each other letters. Um, mail each other written cards. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, overly excessive. Connect with your people outside of that space. And if this is a place that we're really learning from, 
and we have learned from, the learning would be applied and transcend that space, right? It, it, it couldn't be contained there. You can't just stay there um, because otherwise you're just reading and rereading and reposting and resharing and reimagining the same things in the same space and not taking it into your lived life outside of um, the squares, you know? And it's not to say that that place is all bad and we should just all just completely divest, although maybe we should, I don't know. (laughs) But maybe if we could just reframe the social media black hole to be looked at as sort of this like portal for new ideas, a gallery of varied human expression, perhaps it wouldn't dominate our lives so much. I know, I know. There's some really, really gnarly stuff at play um, that draws us in. There's, you know, tech and algorithms, and they've studied this stuff. So um, I know that it's not this simple. And I don't want to make it, you know, sound like I think that it's all our responsibility for, um, you know, consuming too much social media. Multiplicity of truths is something that I say a lot. Um, and I can I can acknowledge that things can be both and. Um in fact, my best friend and I have talked a lot about straddling this paradox of radical things, of, of both ands, of up and down, of hot and cold, of healed and traumatized. Um, there's just, there's so much to acknowledge there in multiplicities of truths. So um, I hope that that is heard in, in the way that I'm examining the way that we use social media. And I'm not saying anything new. I think there are great minds and fantastic human beings out there who have said um, and put so much work into their research around this, but have said so many great things about um, how we got here and ways we can get out of it and what we can do and practical tips and all of that. So I don't want to sound like uh, I'm an expert because as many of you might know, um, I often say that I don't know anything. (laughs) But what I am saying is that maybe we just invite a little more awareness into the constant consumption and really think through how we can find the thing that maybe we might actually be looking for outside the search bar of your favorite platform. And I'm not demonizing the platforms. I'm actually saying that there's really great stuff sprinkled in there, but we just don't have to give all of our moments to that space. I heard Heather Hersey say that. Um, She speaks a lot about um, these platforms and how they're an extension of capitalism. And um, Heather Hersey of the Nat Ministry asks the, the question in response to them being connected to capitalism, why are we giving these moments, these thoughts, these musings, and our work into a platform that doesn't give anything back to us? And I think that's something to really think about. Um, it really is. Jill Louise Busby, the author of Unfollow Me, Essays on Complicity, ever so casually uh, does this satirical, why be content when you can create content? Why go live when you can just go live? (laughs) It's, uh, uh, It's snatching our experiences from us in many, many ways. And so... I think maybe us just stepping away a bit and and 
taking what we're finding there into other spheres rather than just abandoning it completely or advising to abandon it completely because I'm not doing that. Um, and I know most people aren't doing that because there is a very real sense of I'm going to miss what is happening out there, especially now, especially in this time that we are living in. So, uh, this episode is, is hopefully going to feel like a hug maybe, or, um, like a place you can come and land for a little bit of softness and support. So play it as many times as you need, come back to it as many times as you need. But, um, I want to share with you that I hope that you're able to find a way to give your body what it's needing. Um, don't forget to drink plenty of water because we are not dissimilar to houseplants, (laughs) y'all. But whether it be movement or rest or really good food um, or just a hug, make time uh, to create, to be in nature, um, connect locally with the people that you live near, give something to someone, trade something, speak to someone in the market about a vegetable they're buying that you've always been curious about, ask them how they prepare it, leave room for softness allow yourself gentleness. I know that's a hard one for us because I say us and and I'm not really sure who is always listening, but us adults are so conditioned to believe that um, we can't be gentle towards ourselves and that most things are our fault or a direct correlation to decisions that we've made or a lack of productivity. And I really invite us all to allow ourselves to be gentle with ourselves reach for your friends and your family and find some openness if, um, if that's possible for you. And if anyone's looking for a little more support, I have a few more things. Um, this past week I had the opportunity of joining the SDE weekend conference that was put on by the Alliance for Self-Directed Education. And I was so happy to hear from Shauna Marie Brown, um, she's got this great resource list of dope ass woke providers for the mental health field uh, over on therapythatliberates.com. If you are looking for someone who understands self-directed education, who understands unschooling, who understands um, decolonization and getting free, check out that resource list. Um, I've also recently connected with Nikolai of Raising Readers and the author of Ring the Alarm. She's created this parent tech support line. She sends these heartfelt, universally spiritual bits of encouragement to you, and it just feels so warm. If you're into it, text 404-737-1065. That is for North Americans. Um, If you'd like to get in on that, if you're into it, if you want um, those little bits of support, she drops texts um, several times a week. Uh, come to my discord. There are parents and caregivers there. Wow. They are so compassionate. Y'all, you are so compassionate, um, and so supportive. And those folks, they have likely felt or experienced something that you have or will help you feel witnessed. So, um, reach out to me if you need a link to discord, or you can check out my website to join us over there. Um, before I wrap up the episode though, I do want to remind folks, Um, I forgot to share this here, but I did share it over on Instagram. See how it takes our moments. 
Azine is coming. It has been a rough ride and things I'm hearing over and over from people are how alone we feel. We need. Okay, let's just breathe through that for a second. We need. We need art, community, connection, visual representation that we are not actually alone. The Unschool File zine is a gritty homemade community building project that came to my mind a long time ago and I just never quite put the work in to connect the dots. I was nervous to put myself out there. I felt concerned about being under pressure to deliver something in a specific time. Um, and I was just talking myself out of any capability I had of, of doing anything at all. Um, what's they call, what's that they call it? Imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Imposter syndrome. Definitely. Um, it really provided me an opportunity though to examine that wound where that messaging came from and then i just jumped on instagram and started asking people for submissions both you know young people and adults <laughs> poetry recipes art essays photography community offerings all bound up and arriving in the mail for you to hold in your hand to feel the connection of your unschooling community as you flip through the pages that is my hope so i am in the middle of that now. I haven't quite decided if it's going to be a quarterly publication or biannual, but this is going to depend on the amount of submissions that roll in. If you'd like to be a part of it, please reach out to me. Um, you can subscribe to the zine over on Patreon for as little as a dollar to get the digital version. Um, and I hold a little bit more of an intimate space over there for subscribers of the zine. Um, if you have submissions, please send them in an email to theunschoolfiles at gmail.com with your name your age and your like general location to be considered for the zine. Um, the first one is dropping February 15th. I've put that out into the world that is in my calendar. I haven't actually said it out loud in this space yet. So now that it's there <laughs> by February 15th, um, zines will be out. And so uh, if you don't make a submission for this go round, there will be plenty of time for the next go round. And um, I'd love for anyone who wants to be a part of that or wants to subscribe to it, um, to join us. And I'll put a link for that in the description for this episode. Okay, I've rambled on for, you know, 17, 18 minutes now, and um, I tried to make this as short as possible. But uh, I think that is everything. And I hope that um, this episode just feels like a little bit of connection from me to you. Um, and that whatever you might be going through, you're not alone. And I strongly, strongly, strongly encourage you to remember that you are an incredible, divine, unique human being. And no one else on this planet can do or live the life that you have. So you're needed, you are loved, you are wanted. And I'm so, so happy to be in community with you. Thank you so much for listening to this entire episode. I hope that you found something that you needed. And if there's anyone uh, that comes to mind that you think might need something that was said here, please pass it along and share it. I will put all kinds of links and things um, in the description and stay tuned because there is an interview with someone very, very special and important and um, you're not going to want to miss it and it will be coming relatively soon. Um, until next time, 
stay kind to each other. Thank you.